In today's show, we look ahead to what is maybe championship week, week 23 in the NBA for fantasy basketball, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We are here, the second last week of the NBA season. You might Your season might be over for fantasy. That's fine. If you're here, unbelievable. Great stuff. This might be your championship week. If it is, good luck. This might be your semifinals week. Good luck with multiple variations of the definitions of why I'm saying good luck. But this is where we are. So, and it's a, oh, it's a really weird week. It's a really weird week in terms of schedule. You're going to have to be switched on. You're going to have to make tough calls that seem stupid on the surface, but make a lot of sense for how your team looks. So we're going to dig into all of that for category leagues and for points leagues. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> so how does it shake out? Well, good old Cleveland. They have five games this week. Five. 22 teams play four and seven teams play three. But the Cavs with five stands out. Unfortunately, there are two sets of back-to-backs there. So, you know, will Karis Levert play all five games coming off his foot strain on a minutes restriction? Will Darius Garland, he of the rooted back, play all five games? Will Kevin Love, the old man, play all five games? The only one I feel confident in saying will play all five, and even then I'm not 100%, is Evan Mobley. So you might get some weird streams where Lamar Stevens, you know, he might, he'll probably play all five, but will it be enough? Chetty Osman, and will Jarrett Allen return? I, I, I don't know. But I think if you're banking on five out of Levert, Love, and Garland, you're going to be let down. You might get four. Then it's like, there's not like there's a bunch of easy games here as well. They do play the Magic on Monday, so that's fine. Then they've got Mavericks, Hawks, Knicks, Sixers. Maybe they rest that Knicks game, but the Knicks are playing a bit better of late. So it is a great week on the surface. But does it end up that way? That's going to be a problem, isn't it? Well, not a problem. It just might negate an advantage that you have. 22 teams play four games. That's basically the whole league. The following teams play three. The Nets, the Wolves, the Pelicans, the Suns, Jazz, Hornets, and Grizzlies. But in the daily changes league, the volume of games is nowhere near as important this week. It is for the top-end players, yes. Your top 50, your top 80 maybe, top 70. That's that's important. But you can't do anything about those guys now. You can't, you're not dropping them. You're not, you can't do trades for them. Like you've got who you've got at this point for those top end players. It's about streaming and moving along the margins. And there are plenty of three game teams, which is significantly better than four game teams. We're going to dig into that in a second. But 
just be aware that, especially this week, volume of games for the week in a daily changes league is nowhere near as important as when those games occur and how you manage around it. That is going to be the key factor for this week. And it's going to be bloody tough and some hard decisions are going to have to be made. Why is this? Well, look at how the schedule plays out. Now, this is going to be different for everybody. I used to, I like to use a cutoff of nine. If a day has nine or fewer games, then usually you will have an open active roster spot. So if you stream somebody in, you can actually use them. If it's 10 or above, I've got to have a cutoff somewhere. If it's 10 or above, I say you can't. Generally with 10, it's touch and go. And then 11 or more, you're never going to have that active roster spot. So this week, we've got nine games on Monday. It's a bit touch and go, but you probably are able to stream in. You've got five on Tuesday, a definite stream day. You've got 11 on Wednesday, probably not a stream day. But go and have a look at your lineup. Go and have a look to see how many guys you've got going on Wednesday. Do you have an open spot? You've got five on Thursday. We've got 10 on Friday. That's the iffy one. Again, I think if we look at it, for a lot of people, you won't have an active roster spot, but some will. You've got five on Saturday, and then a ridiculous 12 games on Sunday where you won't have an active roster spot. So the strategy of I will save my ads for Sunday to see what categories I need to stream in, you don't get that big boost because you're already going to be full and you'd probably be dropping somebody who plays a game to add someone who plays it. So just be literally a category switch. This guy hits threes, I don't need them. This guy gets steals. That's all the switches. You don't get a games played, a volume advantage by saving a move for Sunday. It's strictly uh, strategic in categories. That's why, I mean, it's a weird week. We've got 12 on the Sunday and we've got you know three potential unusable streaming days. So just four streaming days um, likely going to be available to us for this week 23 um, in the NBA. But what is always available to us or should always be available to us are delicious protein bars because Bilpa is the best tasting protein bar ever. I had my shamrock flavored protein bar this morning. It was great. Love to get Bilt Bars back in my life. These are the built, the protein bars that taste like candy bars. So instead of reaching for an unhealthy treat that's full of carbs and calories and sugar and low in protein, I just grab a Bilt Bar. This is what I do. Get my high protein in, 15, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories. Helps me rip it up when I'm hitting the gym and chucking around the steel. And the flavors are great as well. I've got shamrock, I've got salted caramel, I've got a caramel almond flavor here. Got the lemon dip cheesecake puffs, which are the protein infused marshmallow um, built bars, which are great. And you can get all these built bars now at 15% off. If you head to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you'll save 15% off your order of built bar. Built bar is built different. So let's look at the streamers. That's how we stream this week. Again, it's weird. The Bulls have by far the best streaming schedule. There are four quality days this week, and the Bulls play on all of them. You don't really get that happen very often. The Bulls play on all of the, the low-volume days. So they play Monday, Tuesday with a back-to-back. They play Thursday, Saturday. They avoid Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. It means the value of even your fringe Bulls, Alex Caruso, Ayo Desunmu, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Javante Green, the value of those guys who, if you add them for Monday, it's one ad 
you probably play them four times versus a guy that's on the fringe from the Pelicans, Jackson Hayes, Devontae Graham, who you might play zero times. So on the surface, it seems very, very dumb that I would drop Devontae Graham to add Patrick Williams. Like that seems very dumb. I dropped Jackson Hayes to add Javonte Green. Like it seems stupid. But go through those days that the Pelicans play. I'm using them as an example here. They play Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Is Jackson Hayes, Devonte Graham, Jose Alvarado, Herbalife Jones, are they in your active roster or are they sitting on the bench? Because if you get zero games out of them, even if Pat Williams plays 20 minutes a night for four nights and scores eight points per game, that's 32 points, and you would have used exactly zero points of Herbalife, Herbalife Jones. You would have got zero points. Williams might get three steals in four nights. Jones might get seven in three games, but you, he's sitting on your bench. So that's, you know, that's the decision to make. And there are three teams like the Pelicans. It's Phoenix, it's Minnesota, and it's New Orleans. All three of their games come on Wednesday, Friday, or Sunday. So Jay Crowder, JaVale McGee, Cameron Payne, an obvious drop. Jared Vanderbilt Bar, maybe Patrick Beverly. He's probably a step above that that he would be in your starters, but maybe not. Look at your team. Torian Prince and Hayes, Alvarado, Graham, uh, Jones, Hayes. The, these guys might play zero games for you, but they might sit on your roster because you look at them and go, oh, they've been good for me, and that, yeah, they do play three games. That's not important. If you don't use them, three games doesn't count. There are a bunch of teams that play four games, which again, on the surface, when you were jacking yourself off about drafting for playoff schedule, you would have seen four games. Oh, they got a four-game play. They have four, 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 boys. Four, four, four. Yeah, it's a four, four, four playoff schedule, boys. That's why I'm trading for him. But if they play for the Spurs, Rockets, Nuggets, Kings, Blazers, Thunder, Mavs, Pacers, Raps, Celtics, Magic, Wizards, any of those teams, which is a lot of teams, then only one of their four games comes on a low-volume day. So if we're talking about adding Thomas Sataransky or Hal Neto or Ishmith, or we're talking about Alperen Sengun or Dennis Schroeder, or Monty Morris, or the big stiffy Bones Highland, or Trey Lyles. I don't think Damian Jones and Davion Mitchell fall into this category. They're better than this. Or um, yeah, Chris Dunn, or Brandon Williams. I could I could keep going. Um, yeah, Derek White. Maybe Truma Kiki falls into this. You might use them once out of their four-game schedule. Once. Chris Boucher, Precious Achua. You might use them once. So a four-game week is a one-game week. Versus like the following teams who are four-game teams play three qualities. The Sixers, the Hawks. That's it. The Bulls play four qualities. And then the Cavs play three qualities in their five-game week. So you know, Hawks guys, Gallinari, if he's healthy. You know, Hunter, Herder. Um, DeLon Wright, maybe. The value of those guys versus a one-quality game Spurs player, Devin Vassell, who plays four games for the week, but you might use him once, and he's currently hurt. It's a big difference. Three game versus one is huge. And then you go down to someone like the Nets or the Jazz, 
The Nets and the Jazz play only three games for the week. Oh, three games, mate. There's only seven teams that play three games. What a shit schedule. But no, it's not. Because all three of their games are on the low-volume days, Brooklyn and Utah. They play Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So if you're adding a Bruce Brown, who might be available, or Nick Claxton, we don't know the status of LaMarcus Aldridge, or if you're adding um, Jordan Clarkson, or if you're adding, let's say, the Jazz are a tough one, Hassan Whiter, but he's hurt, uh, Rudy Gay, or deeper leagues, Juancho Hernan Gomez. You can use them three times. Whereas these other guys on the four-game teams, the Mavericks, like Dwight Powell, you might use him once. He's been better than that, though. Yeah, Maxi Kleber, you might use him once. Is it worth it? It, it probably isn't. It's a very weird. Um, it's a very weird schedule, and it gets weirder. That we we'll actually we'll talk about this. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, that that's the Bulls. Great. The Sixers pretty good. The Nets pretty good. The Jazz, pretty good. The Hawks, pretty good. The Cavs, pretty good. They're your really good teams to look for for value this week. A bunch of teams that play one quality game out of their four. And three teams that don't play on low-volume days at all. That you can consider their fringe guys pretty useless. Yeah, Cam Johnson, no point holding on to him. Not even sure if he's going to play and no quality games this week. It's rough. So let's look at back-to-backs. Monday, Tuesday, it's only Chicago. We're going to skip Wednesday because there's 11 games on. But So Tuesday to Thursday, pseudo back-to-back. A lot of teams. The Sixers, the Pistons, the Clippers, the Bulls again. Lakers, Bucks, Nets, Jazz. And then again, we skip the Friday with 10 games on. So the Thursday-Saturday combo, Cavs, Sixers, Hawks, Bulls, Nets, Jazz. So you see the repeats there. You see the Cavs. Oh, sorry, not the Cavs. You see the Sixers. You see the Bulls. You see the Nets. You see the Jazz. That if you add those guys on Tuesday, you get Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, three games out of them. Bulls you out on Monday, you get four games. So four games before Saturday, three games before Saturday with those other teams that I just mentioned. By streaming them in at the correct time. It's also the correct time for me to tell you about NBA Top Shot, the officially licensed NFT of the NBA. There's a future of what being an NBA fan is like. So it's part trading card. Every moment on Top Shot originates in a pack. But unlike trading cards, they're not static images on cardboard. They're officially licensed NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. So it's like the stock market as well, where the prices rise and fall depending on player performance and your speculation based on whether that player is going to go up or down is how you can trade in these cards. It's like fantasy sports. We do buy lows and sell highs all the, sh- all the time on this show and talking about fantasy. Yeah, you know, People say, yeah, why would I want to buy an NFT of a highlight when I can just watch it on YouTube? Well, it's not just about watching that highlight. It's about having ownership stake in what's akin to a stock market for the NBA's greatest highlights. If you sign up to NBA Top Shot today, you can start getting yourself a starter pack. You can pull NFT of LeBron or KD, Kyrie, nine bucks, or Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, or if you don't get the player that you like, you go to the marketplace and get one. NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan. Own officially licensed rare NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. Sign up today at lockedon.nbatopshot.com. Why would you want to go to a local chain auto parts store? The answer is you wouldn't. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your money. You go in there, you trudge into the counter, you go, oh my God, there's a queue of people. I've got to wait here, talk to the bloke, and then he's going to charge me money. What a waste of time and money this is. You've got access to computers everywhere. So why don't you just go to rockauto.com? Rock Auto is a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. You can save 
so much money. Why would you spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts, whether those parts are brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Rock Auto has everything that you would need for your car or truck. So head to rockauto.com right now and see all of those parts that are available for your car or truck and write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Let's go into streaming. Again, it's a weird one. I can't highlight everything here because you guys need to look at your own team and your own roster and see where those gaps appear. Friday, maybe you do have the roster, open roster spot. I don't know. But remember, the Bulls play three games in four nights to start the week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Great start to the week for Chicago. There is a swathe of teams that once we hit Wednesday, do not play another quality game. Almost half the league. How many teams is it exactly? Five, 10. Actually, it's not almost half the league. 16 teams after Tuesday have zero quality games. So if you have fringe players from those teams, you might drop them. And these teams include San Antonio, Sacramento, Houston. So, you know, a Trey Lyles, Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Josh Richardson. After Tuesday, you might just drop them. For the Rockets, the Wolves, the Pals, the Nuggets, the Raptors, Blazers, Suns, Thunder, Mavs, Magic, Pacers, Celtics, Wizards, and Grizz. They might be on your roster. They might have two games left, but you might not use them at all after Tuesday. And that's why if this is your championship week, if you're not going to play them, they're just sitting there taking up space. Whereas you can add a bunch of other guys who might play two games during that time frame, during that Wednesday to Sunday period, who are on quality game days. So you could add a Cavs player, a Sixers player, a Hawks player, a Bulls player, a Jazz player, or a Nets player from Wednesday through Sunday and get two games out of them. A fringe guy, your Caruso's, Javante's, Pat Williams, Kobe White, Jordan Clarkson, um, Nick Claxton. Who else have we got there? Uh, Gallinari, Herder, Hunter, Delon, Okongwu, George Niang. You could add those Cavs guys. You could add Lamar Stevens even and get two games versus zero games for a fringe Magic player like Trumarikiki, who you might not actually get into your open roster. And dropping Trumarikiki to add in... Um, let's say Delon Wright looks ridiculous, but zero minutes versus minimum 30, maybe 45 minutes. It's a big, big change. So the guys here that you're benefiting from here after Wednesday, Sixers, Bulls, Jazz, Nets, Hawks. Now, to stream in, like obviously we want to target Chicago guys. We get the four games through one ad. Four quality games through one ad. But after that, it's just about finding the right gaps and making those moves after a Because you got your one streaming spot, you use that for a bull. But after Tuesday is where you come in and you can drop any of, any of the fringe guys from any of those 16 teams that I mentioned. If you are watching on YouTube, you can see it on the graphic. And add someone from those five teams down the bottom, Sixers, Bulls, Jazz, Nets, Hawks, Cavs. That's six teams actually. And get a two-game bonus. Even after Monday, there are plenty of teams who play zero quality games. Like after, from Tuesday onwards, you get the Jazz, the Bulls, 
um, the Nets, and the, and the Sixers who have three quality games. Yeah, after after Monday's done. And then you've got, you know, you could drop... A Spurs guy doesn't have a quality game after Monday. Neither do the Kings, neither do the Rockets, the Wolves, the Pelicans, the Nuggets, Raptors, Blazers, Suns, Thunder, Magic, Pacers, Celtics, Grizzlies. So if you've streamed in Peyton Pritchard or Derek White, or maybe, you know, there's not many others in the Celtics there, but you know, your fringe guys, there, if they're not playing, after Monday they can go. So don't be afraid if it's championship week, maximize games. If they're not going to play, get rid of them as back-end players. If they're on your worst two or three guys. Now, again, injuries could happen. You might get three guys go down on Wednesday and that opens up active roster spots. So you don't, you shouldn't have had to drop those guys. This all depends, right? But in terms of how we're looking at this stuff, just I'm, all I'm talking about is not being afraid to make those moves to open up to, to get the extra games in. There's going to be wacky shit going on this week. There's going to be so many fake injuries and players resting all over the place. And it's hard to navigate. It really is. Let's have a look at front and back loading. The Grizzlies don't play on the weekend. So um, obviously you're dropping those guys after Friday and you're trying to stream in a player uh, for Saturday. The Wolves, the Pelicans, and Suns do not play until Wednesday. They're the teams that have no quality games this week. So we've already talked about fringe players from them having very little value. Let's transition to weekly leagues. Who can we add for the week in a weekly league that's going to be a pretty strong start? There's a bunch of guys, actually, I think that are out there you can look at. Let's look in Sacramento. Damian Jones, Trey Lyles, Dante DiVincenzo. Of course, yes, if Davion Mitchell is available, you add him. My numbers would tell me he's rostered in a lot of spots, but if he's there, you add him. Isaiah Hartenstein's a pretty good add for the week, I think. The Clippers have four games. He's been playing great. Isaiah Roby, yeah, I'm, a little, I'm iffy on it, but maybe. Josh Richardson, Dwight Powell, Reggie Bullock in Dallas. They're guys that can be added that probably are startable players for this week. In terms of blokes that we want to sit, well... There's a bunch of these injured sort of guys. Oh, Herb Jones, we talked about already. Only three games. Not sure he's a must-star player, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk Brogdon. I wouldn't risk. Um, I wouldn't use Clay Thompson, who's probably going to play two. I wouldn't risk Jeremy Grant. Your Boucher, Kaminga, Royce O'Neal. I wouldn't want to trust starting those players. For points leagues, similar list of guys that you can add: Lyles, Pokashevsky, Damian Jones, Trey Mann, Shengun. Alex Caruso, Chris Dunn, Dante DiVincenzo. And players we can see Clarkson, Brogdon, Bogdanovich, that's Boyan, sorry. Clay Thompson, Cam Johnson, Montrez Harrell, Jeremy Grant. It's going to be a wild week, guys. Stay tuned for all of the streaming shows throughout the week as we try and navigate this stuff with a little bit of short form stuff, with a little bit of longer view stuff. But this is your overall um, view of the week. Be really cautious of those teams who, who play on the high volume days. Really study your roster. Have a look at on those Wednesday, Friday, Sunday games. Are you overloaded? And if you are, then those players, some of those guys after like Monday, Tuesday, you drop them. They're just not going to be useful for you. Get the games on the good days. And that will do it. So don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.